How we act matters. It also matters why we act the way we act. Because our souls serve as our compass for what matters, it's important that we know how to calibrate our souls, make sure they're guiding us in the right direction. Jesus regularly stressed the value of looking inward, examining the health of our souls, living with an awareness of our motivations, and then making course corrections when we need to. Course corrections are always possible. It's one of the central messages of Christianity. We believe in transformation. We're capable of making different choices tomorrow than we did yesterday. Transformation begins with an honest look at ourselves. When we're honest with ourselves, we approach life with more humility and a greater comfort with ambiguity. We're less judgmental towards others. It's hard to judge others when you are aware of how much can be judged within yourself. The journey is inward. Looking inward is a necessary part of living an integrated, self-aware life. The better we know ourselves, the better we treat each other, and the better we walk through our lives with integrity. This morning's gospel is clipped from the Sermon on the Mount, which comprises three whole chapters of Matthew's gospel. It's long. It includes some of Jesus' most quoted sayings, and it's largely comprised of him teaching about morality. Two weeks ago, we read the Beatitudes. Blessed are the merciful, Jesus says. Blessed are the peacemakers. In last Sunday's gospel, Jesus implored the disciples to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Our passage this morning is known as Matthew's antithesis. And what makes it scandalous is that Jesus focuses on the spirit of his religious law rather than the letter of it. Jesus makes consecutive statements comparing what the law says to what he says. For instance, the law says not to murder. Jesus says that when you act out your anger at someone, you kill something between you. Most of the folks listening to Jesus would not have considered murdering someone any more than you or I have considered murdering someone. But I can guarantee you they understood what it meant to make someone the repository of their anger. And yet, I don't think he's saying that the emotion of anger is the sin. There's a difference in feeling angry and acting out your anger in a way that makes someone else feel lesser. Hurt people hurt people, but that doesn't make it acceptable. My guess is that when we act out our anger, we often let ourselves off the hook by saying, that's just the way I am, or my anger is called for, I'm right. Jesus very clearly says that we should not be defined by our anger. And while our anger might be righteous some of the time, 
it's probably not as often as we think. Our Christian tradition teaches that we should not treat anyone in ways that diminish their dignity. In case we missed any of that, Jesus continues, don't insult each other. Don't dismiss someone as if they matter less than you. Acting like this creates a chasm, not only between you and the person you're doing it to, but between you and God. Jesus believed, and he also lived out this truth, that it matters how we treat each other. We act better when we make it a habit of looking inward taking a personal inventory of our emotions and then correcting our course when we need to. Jesus speaks directly to this point as well, urging us to resolve conflicts quickly and to refrain from offering our gifts to God until we're back in the right headspace and heart space, free from our anger. We are failing as a culture to treat one another well. There is a lot of anger in our world, in our country, in our politics, in our communities. It worries me for our children. When adults don't act like adults and when leaders don't act like leaders and the predominant emotions on display are anger, insult, and superiority, what do we expect our children to absorb? Our culture prizes winning and being right so much more than being in relationship with one another. Christianity demands that we respect one another's dignity. It's one of our central values. It's non-negotiable. Research shows that one of the few places that people interact across generations and across political ideologies is church. We have both an opportunity and a responsibility to show our world a different way. Our gospel closes with Jesus saying, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. The New Testament translation, the message translates it more simply as say what you mean. Take a look at yourself. Treat each other with decency. Live with integrity. All of this is so central to who Jesus was and what he taught. It is really simple. It's really hard. And it's really important for us to learn how to do. In the name of God. Amen.